Hey everyone, welcome to the Self Agency Advocate Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is a space where we explore, discover, and share tools, techniques, and wisdom to help you build and maintain a sense of agency. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this and just so honored to be able to host this space and have a platform to have these conversations and get these ideas and co-creations and collaborations out there. These conversations to me are just so wildly important and what I've come to discover over recording some of the first few interviews is that literally no matter who listens to this, it has been such a profound journey for myself and that makes it all so worth it. So a little bit about who I am, why I'm doing this, and how we got here. My name is Amanda. I'm originally from Canada. I'm living in New Zealand now, and I've gone on quite the journey to get here. I've, I feel like I've lived a million lives at this point, and I've done so many different things that have led me from one area to the next. And I think to give this a little context I would really need to go into more detail and give you my backstory. So I, like I said, originally from Canada, I went to school to (laughs) be a marketer and really thinking that I was going to live the American dream, if you will. I wanted to prove that I could do it. I wanted to prove that if anyone could be a CEO, I could and I would do it faster than anyone else. If you can't tell, I had a very type A personality and I was very driven and very focused on the end goal and getting the things and the money and proving myself. And it came at a detriment, it came at a cost. I damaged and lost a lot of really important relationships. My health just took such a toll and it got to the point where my job and myself came first and foremost, but not in the self-care kind of way. It was very much in the selfish way and I didn't see it at the time. My values got very clouded and all of that. When I came out of marketing, I decided to take on a role as an event planner at the Students Association at the college that I went to. And it was the one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had. I dove in headfirst and gave it my absolute everything. I worked all hours. I had a part-time job on the side, which kind of was a full-time job, really. And again, I was just burning the candle at every which end. And I was really blind to the concept of taking care of myself and finding a work-life balance that hadn't really come onto my radar yet. And it got to the end of the term. It was a one-year contract. And we achieved so many incredible things in that year and so many things that I am proud of and I look back and so grateful to have had that opportunity to have made the contacts that I made. I have still incredible friendships from that time but at the end of that contract I was so unbelievably sick. I was such a wreck and I didn't really put two and two together. I just thought it was headaches. I was tired, not really thinking 
of what it truly was. And a colleague of mine looked at me one day when I had one of the worst migraines that I've ever had in my life. And she sent me home with a pocket of wisdom saying that I needed to go and get help. I needed to go and see someone and I should probably skip the doctor and go straight to the naturopath because this was something a lot deeper and a lot more inner than a band-aid fix that a doctor would give. So after having the worst experience of a migraine and ending up in the hospital with severe dehydration and being completely mineral, vitamin, and nutrient deficient, I came out and really took stock. I really had to reevaluate and look at what I was doing and looking at the toll that it was taking on myself, my life, and my relationships. And from there, I I took some time and I went back to my part-time job and really had to pause and reflect on what it was that I wanted to do. And serendipitously, as it happens, a friend of mine had reached out and said that she was going back to school for holistic nutrition. And nutrition and lifestyle had always been on my radar. I know that sounds counterintuitive to what I had just said, but it was always on my radar. I went to yoga religiously. I did eat healthy. I was always very conscious of healthy eating and making sure I knew what I was putting in my body and respecting it, but I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that it wasn't to the best that it could be. I thought I was doing well, but there's always room for improvement. And so as she was talking about this course, something just resonated. It was one of those moments that I just knew at the very core. I knew this was something I needed to look into and this is something I needed to explore. So I look it up and I do all my research and I completely become obsessed with this idea. It was, it felt so right. It was the thing that I needed to explore and the path that I needed to shift away from where I was going and what I was doing. So I enrolled or applied to enroll and I get an email back saying, sorry, intake is full. We've got a wait list, but you're pretty far down. So don't hold your breath. I would say apply for the next year and hopefully we can go from there. And I was so disheartened. I was so upset about it. And I was like, oh, I really wanted this, but okay, powers it be, it'll it'll happen as it may. So I put it aside, let it go, and ended up going camping with my partner at the time for the weekend and completely disconnected and took a step back from everything and really took that time to get clear. What do I want to do? What's next? Where am I going? And I get back from the camping trip and there's an email waiting for me saying, I don't know how this has happened, but there's a spot available and you're actually next on the list due to circumstance and other people not being able to do it do you want this spot? And instantly, I just knew. I was like, absolutely. Sign me up. I am in. And I was so excited about it. So I went back to school, dove into the holistic nutrition side of things, and it opened a whole can of worms. I dove in headfirst 
and was so submersed in it. I took on every workshop, every course on the side that I could. I was so hungry for all of the knowledge and all of the information. And after the course, as it was wrapping up, it, again, my life took a very big turn. It took a very sharp shift in a different direction. And I ended up breaking up with the man that I thought I was going to be with forever. I thought that that partnership was the one. And actually, as as it is when you're young, and but it wasn't it wasn't it at the end of the day. And no hard feelings are held. It was I learned so much in that relationship, and wholly I am so grateful for it. But we ended up parting ways. I decided to go to India and do my yoga teacher training. And that was the start of the rest of my life in so many ways. Because not only had I created all of this space emotionally and mentally, but I was stepping into the great unknown. I had no idea it was coming. I didn't ever think I wanted to be a yoga teacher. That was never the intention, but I knew I wanted to deepen my practice. I knew I wanted to go farther and explore this practice that had been so transformational for me. It had truly saved my life in so many different ways, and I wanted to deepen that and explore it on a visceral level, like really get into it and understand the philosophy and the teachings. So I took off, I went to India, I did my 200 hour training. I had just graduated from nutrition and things were really beautifully falling into place. And when I got back, I decided to instead start my own business and work for myself and come back to that place of honoring what it is that I want to do and what it is that I want to create. So obviously there's a million different things that happened in and around and through all of that, but those were the main big ticket things that happened and shaped where it is that I am today. When I got back from India and I started this business. I went in a lot of different avenues and tried out a lot of different styles and offerings and things that I wanted to be a part of and I've dabbled in so many different modalities and techniques but the one thing that I kept coming back to was the mental health field and I had done a bit of work in that years prior and I knew that I needed to keep going with it. It's always been such a prevalent thing in my life and I think in as a global society it's so so massive and we need more resources and more funding and this and that but I wanted to make an impact and I wanted to stay involved in it and keep giving back so over the time I found yin yoga and yin was the moment that everything really it's like the lego blocks all of a sudden fit together and yin was the time where I was like oh wow okay there's so much more to this experience there's so much more to my life my existence than what I had even previously understood so I decided to do all of the trainings that I could possibly get my hands on that's very much my my personality I like to learn and I like to know everything so I dove in I did a couple different trainings and really to 
deepen my own practice and explore what that looks like. But over time, my teaching style really shifted into that more mindful, embodied movement and understanding how it is that we move from the inside out. So with that, I noticed that my nutrition side of the offering had also shifted. I specialize in hormonal balance and nervous system support, and I couple the two together through mindfulness neuroscience, my nutritional studies, as well as somatic movement and understanding the ways in which we move and how this correlates to interoception and emotional awareness, self-awareness. And that's when this idea around self-agency became more and more potent and more and more interweaved into my everyday experience and what I offered because when I'm teaching or I'm in that space of facilitating a talk or a retreat whatever it looks like that is the key to absolutely everything I don't ever want to be the person that people are coming to for the answers because the answers are always within we have those answers inside of us. It's our own innate wisdom. It's simply a remembering. It's a coming back. It's a coming home, if you will. And when I found myself facilitating these spaces, it's always about keeping the power in the student's hands and keeping that experience within themselves so that they can understand their alignment from the inside out understand the sensations that they are feeling and how to shift and feel something different if they so choose and really helping people grasp that they will always you will always know best you will know your body best you will know your mind best you will know everything so much better than anyone else can ever even fathom basically i want to put myself out of a job <laughs> that's what i'm trying to do I think if more and more people get back to this place of true understanding of the self and true intimate connection with the self, we won't need self-help people anymore. We won't need nutritionists or dietitians or life coaches or anything like that because we'll get to this place where we can check in with ourselves and we can make decisions from a self-empowered place, a place of wisdom, innate knowing. And to me, that would just be the most beautiful place. And yes, I do understand that we are all on different journeys. We're all on different paths. So it looks different to different people along the way. But all I'm trying to do is help people remember and help people rediscover that connection within and rediscover what it looks like to live wholeheartedly and build that capacity for self-inquiry and compassionate communication with others, empathy and understanding. And I think if over time we can get back to that place of speaking our truth and speaking from a compassionate and empathetic place, wouldn't that then mean that we're making those bigger changes? Because it always starts within. It always starts with the healing of the self, the understanding of what aligns for us what feels best, what resonates the most. And then we start making conscious decisions. We start living our lives in a very specific and certain way to continuously draw in what aligns with us. But we're also impacting the world on a bigger scale because we're deciding where our dollar goes. We're deciding the people that we surround ourselves with. We're deciding what is truth. 
we're doing the research, we're asking the big questions. And I think this all comes from a place of empowerment. It comes from a place of claiming back our not only our power but our control over our own domain and this to me is the most important part of all of it and that's why I want to have these conversations because I can say things from my own knowledge and experience I've studied nutrition neuroscience mindfulness neuroscience meditation yoga I teach, I facilitate, I've done my trauma-informed workshops, and I'm currently in the process of doing my trauma-sensitive yoga training. Mental health is so important to me, but I'm always a student. I will never know everything. I will never claim to know everything. And I think it's within conversation and in communicating with others that we find those other nuggets. You know, we hear someone say something and we have that aha moment where it just resonates so deeply and we're like oh yes I knew that I felt that I just needed to hear it and then it's that space of opening and shedding the layers so I hope that within all of this within these conversations someone finds some sort of nugget some little gem of wisdom that they can take with them and it reminds you of who you truly are at your core so thank you for joining me on this journey and I am so so looking forward to it all so much for listening and if there's anything anything at all that you want to explore or you have ideas about and want to get into please please drop me a line you can find us at the self agency advocate on both facebook and instagram and i would absolutely love to chat so let's connect Mm -hmm.